Back at it again. Again. What's going on, man? Shit. 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 We're, we're just telling a story at the end of the day. You can enjoy a fully clothed, <laughs> totally platonic cuddle session. Not sure, Not uh, sure. what we're doing. <laughs> are, but they, are these lines safe? Yeah, we, we can literally say anything we want. Talk mad shit. Please continue to follow us. Um, you yeah. can find us on all social medias. Uh all social media, all social media, all yeah. podcast, uh, everywhere that you could listen to a podcast, we're pretty much there. Yeah. We are recording, I believe, on both uh, both platforms here, man. <laughs> What's good? We're gonna try this again. <laughs> right. Well, explain what we're trying again. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, everybody? First of all, um, quarantine episode two or two or three or I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so basically, what I've got, what we've got this this episode is we're we're using Zoom to re- so that we can see each other and actually have a conversation and hopefully actually get some video for once for YouTube. But we also have the mics and I'm down in the basement, in the boat basement, and hopefully we that way we can get better audio for all the other platforms. Um, so this is something new <laughs> and we're fucking, you know, hey, <laughs> winging it. Basically, you're... Basically, we're doubling up on the recording just in case because we've already done this episode once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, um, well, the the video was cool, but there was zero audio. So that's what I get for fucking trying something new and not testing it out. Although technically we did test it, I thought, but I don't, I have no clue, man. So here we are. I still, I still <laughs> feel like it's something that you failed on. You failed on. When it came to finding the audio, like you probably had your laptop on mute or something. Oh, dude, I, you're probably right. I mean, I can't fucking, I can't even argue that. <laughs> yeah, it's some, definitely something I did because <laughs> this shit don't work. Right. But, dude, right. I swear to Because that's me being a dick, but the fact of the matter is, like, I don't do any work <laughs> for the, the podcast. So, what, what um, I think happened is because I. I had my phone plugged into my laptop as as a um, to to charge it because the battery was low, and I for some reason I think the audio got like put into the laptop, but that's not where we were recording, so I don't fucking know, man. Habic, hey, where you at, dude? <laughs> we need some help. Right. <laughs> we'll figure right. it out. But so we're covering our asses on this on this episode. In other words, we've got video, and if the video quality is better, uh, and the audio, excuse me, on the video is better, then we'll go with that route. Or if the audio from the mic is better, we'll go that route. Regardless, we can't stop making video, making episodes. Like that's you know what I'm saying. Like so. I'll do whatever the fuck, but we're trying to figure out a way so we can, okay, this is the new protocol until this shit passes. Right. And we're we're social distancing. We're social distancing. Yeah, no shit. 
Literally, yeah. But hey, you know, it, it's kind of fun. But uh, I, we talked about it a little bit before. Like, there's something weird. I'm so comfortable, and so are you. Like, and you may be more comfortable than I am in, in, with this phone setup. But when we're sitting in the same room across from each other, it's totally natural. And I think you even said this is like forced. Uh, you know, with the with the camera and shit, it's weird. I mean, I don't know if it's forced. Like, I think the reason that we do better person to person is because it's just a conversation at the end of the day when you and I are talking down in the basement. So I think right. it flows a little bit more organically. Uh, by the way, nice legs. Uh, I can see that you're just sitting there in your boxers and a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm wearing shorts, but you can you can imagine whatever you want, folks. <laughs> I've got on my fucking shorts there, bud. Did some yard work today. I dug up a fucking bush with a shovel. Yeah, it was. I was like, I'm not made for this kind of work. <laughs> I don't know what tools to use. I'm like, oh, this one looks like it fucking digs. <laughs> but speaking right, of the shirt, yeah, though, hey, yeah, I wrote for boat. I wrote for boat, man. Send us, send us your suggestions. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, your comments, your concerns, but send us your suggestions. We'll we'll do our best to uh, give you a shout out when we do your episode. Yeah, well, if uh, then, if if we pick your episode, if it's one of our favorites, or if, for whatever reason, if we end up using it or referencing it a lot, uh, a lot, we'll choose uh, that as the winner for that month, and we'll shoot you a free T-shirt. Now, this is is an embroidered shirt that I did myself. <laughs> uh, hold the applause, but uh, I'm not guaranteeing you you're, you're getting one of these. <laughs> you might get something from fucking Kinkos or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> we haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> But yeah, I don't fucking know. It just sounded right at the time. I th- they make copies, I think. So I don't know if they do. Yeah. All right. I was like, I was, this is new information to me. I had no idea that Kinko's made shirts or that they were in the shirt game. Yeah. I honestly so, don't know if I've ever, well, yeah, I have. I, it's been a long time since I've been to a Kinko's. It sounded right when I said it, but thanks for calling me out on that one. <laughs> as no, no usual that's yeah. what i do yeah that's actually the only thing i contribute to the podcast is calling you out <laughs> that's fucking it folks that's literally it <laughs> well shit man what uh before we jump into it uh how's your day is everything like going all right i mean we are still you know technically uh quarantined or i guess we're quarantining ourselves um i mean is it getting any easier for you and i don't want to spend a ton of time because i know that's the last thing people want to hear but i'm actually curious you know we hadn't talked well, uh, Monday, the 30th of March or whatever, will be uh, four weeks of basically me quarantined. And the only time that I've like left the house to do anything, like we walk every day, we do all that shit, but right. um, the only time I've left the house, like we went to a funeral. Like, I God did... Damn. I was a pallbearer in a funeral. Like, it was something, it was unavoidable, obviously. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's rough, man. I remember when you told me, I, I don't know, yeah. man. I, I think certain people deal with being stir crazy and cabin fever better than others, but yeah. I think everybody's got their kind of saturation. Well, yeah, their 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 point okay, where okay, so enough's enough. Yeah, no, I, mine is literally just starting. So, I, I mean, and I'm not trying to make light of a shitty situation, but I literally have gotten so much shit done that I've never had time to do. And I know that's going to wear off, like probably 
Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to run out of shit. But it, for, for the past couple of days, I've been like, hey, this shit's all right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking crushing quarantine. But I, I, I mean, you know. For us, like, man, it's staying in a routine. Dude, that's the big thing. Especially with the kid. Like, you got to keep the kid in a routine. Yeah, for sure. Um, the other thing is, like, dude, I fucking, like, lit into my stepdad today. Like, was fucking furious really? at my stepdad. Like, he, like, sent these pictures of him standing in line at fucking Home Depot. Dude. I was like, what? I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Your ass ain't coming over here anymore. (laughs) He was like, well, I mean, they live in northern Kentucky, so they're not coming over here anyway. But Oh, all right. um, But the whole thing is like, you know, he's saying like he needed like this, that, and the other thing. And it was like. It, like later on, like you found, I found out that like it was kind of important the reason he was going. Like it wasn't just I'm bored, so I'm going to get some shit. Right, right. But like, dude, I literally like I sent this like text message on the group, <laughs> like the family chat. They're all like Jesus. Like, <laughs> I was yeah, like no, literally, like I I, I said you know <laughs> if I've kept my house or kept my ass inside the house for four weeks and you get sick because you're doing some dumb shit. Yeah. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Dude. And like, dude, I like went on this whole tirade and like, I ended up talking to my sister like right after that. I was like, shit, man, that was, my tone was wrong. So like, I literally (laughs) like 30 minutes later, an hour later after I kind of cooled down, I called my mom and I was like, Hey, like, not bad. I'm not sorry for what I said. Right. I'm sorry for the tone I used. Sorry for the way like, I said I it. Right. I still completely stand by what my comments were. Yeah. I just felt like I could have handled it a little bit better. Dude, I, I can't believe I get I get fucking all fired up about it, man. Just the stupidity, and I'm not calling your fucking stepdad stupid. But then again, if he's standing in line super close to a bunch of people, I mean, but I, but it does make me absolutely livid. That people, when I go to a gas station because I have to, you know, the essentials, like I had to get gas because I had to go get my kid. And there's crowds of people standing out front. And I'm just like, are you oblivious? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if you don't really watch the news, you know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And, and, and it's so, the, like, the lack of common courtesy for the rest of the, the fucking planet is what pisses me off. So, like, where he went, they have these, like, chalk circles. They're like six feet apart. So yeah, so each person had to stand in the chalk circle, and they only allowed so many people in at a time. Like oh well, that's good. Things like you're only allowed to have like one person in an aisle at a time, kind of shit. Well, at least they're doing that. That's good. I mean, it's better than fucking you know. Oh, for real. But the, the point of it was like I was like, dude, is it essential? Like, <laughs> is it really it's essential? Like a pipe burst, and you need to fix some shit. Cool. Go. <laughs> yeah. If like, your basement's flooding, go get your shit. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're just like, I feel like doing some landscaping today. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to smack you in the face. Yeah. Dude. Well, my wife and, and not even thinking about it, we were like, "Damn, do we got all these fucking Lincoln logs that my mom gave us for this ki- for our kid," and we're like. Well, Jesus Christ, we took them out of the box and they're not going back in that box. And I'm like, well, fuck, we don't have any Tupperware. She's like, well, I'll just walk up to the Dollar Tree or the Dollar General. And I'm like, 
will you really like fucking the dollar general like seriously like that shit can wait like you're not fucking walking anywhere you already have to go to work because she works at you know a grocery store and you know i I get it and i'm I'm, that's bittersweet but i'm like you're not going anywhere unless it's fucking an emergency like that's it i think one of my arguments is like i'm i'm dude like the people in like China who they've been quarantined for like two months and shit. Yeah, they're out now, but but they was two months. Yeah. And, but like to me, I'm like you know anybody who's like, well, I'm bored. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I've been in the fucking house for a month. Yeah, dude. Months. Yeah, that's like you can suck it up. Like I don't want to fucking be here. Like everybody right. can suck it up. Like we're not asking you to go fight a war. We're asking you to sit your ass at home <laughs> and turn on some fucking Netflix. And fucking order from Amazon or read a book, get creative, do some fucking exercise, take a walk. It's there, there's plenty to fucking do. You spoiled yeah. bitches. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but it's not the right flavor. It's not, <laughs> you know, like what? I just, dude, it fucking drives me bonkers. I know, dude. But all right, all right. That's my rant. Yeah, I'm that's with my you on it. Rant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm done. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And but, until next week when <laughs> we fucking talk about it again. Yeah, until the next episode where I'll come up with something else that fucking infuriates me with this quarantine. But the, I think the, the quarantine's important. It I is. I just need everybody else to fucking do it so I can get the fuck out of this house. Yeah, I agree. Lock us and all up. Lock us all up. Take take a note from China. They they got literally locked the fuck up, and now there's no new cases, and everybody's able to go about their shit and get back to normal life. Let's do that because clearly, fucking Americans aren't going to do that on their own. <laughs> so let's yeah. just get it over with, dude. I'm with you. All right, all right. I don't know if declaring martial law is a great idea. I think uh, yeah, everybody get a whole lot more squarely all of a sudden. Yeah, it'll but, get. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, there's too many rednecks right with now, guns. Just, just fucking do your part and yeah. stay the fuck home. Please. There you go. You home. heard it. Or Shep's going to come fucking visit you. Yeah. After this shit's all you over with. Kind of angry ass <laughs> standing in front of your house yeah. with a torch. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, boy. Makes you want to enact revenge. Which, speaking of... Yeah, I will... <laughs> So, so if you do want to continue to follow my angry quarantine rants, yeah, that's right. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Based on True Events Podcast. That's right. We're on the Twatter as well. You can hit us up at Twatter. We're on uh, what is it? Podcast dot podcast boat b o t e. That's right. No dot podcast b o t e. Um, you can watch our. Hopefully to be uh, released very soon, but you can also listen to all of our episodes on our YouTube channel as well, which is um, based on True Events Podcast, colon, boat. Right? Yeah. Yes. And I if you believe so, man. You run that shit, too. I know, you too. You run that shit, too. But for some well, reason, the YouTube, when I always fuck up, I, I, like, I second-guess myself. So I'm looking at you for like a... <laughs> like support i'm like okay i got it right there it is um yeah but hey if you're not on social medias uh you can you can also hit us up on the gmail which is based on true events podcast at gmail.com no energy no energy 
<laughs> no energy. No, that's good. Well, you usually you say based on true events podcast at gmail.com or some shit, but hey, it's all right. So I've burned up all my energy bitching about non-core. <laughs> right. Right. That's all right. Um, yeah, we still, like we said, we got the I wrote for boat still going. So please send us your suggestions. Um, we love that shit. And, and, you know, they can be as dark as they want, but uh, I think the, the world could use some humor right now. So, you know, the weirder, I guess is what I'm personally asking for is maybe some weirder shit that, that would be a little bit more fun. Um, that That's at least my, my request, but anything you want to send, we'll eventually get to, uh, and we appreciate everybody that has sent that so far, I guess. Yep. Yep. Uh, definitely appreciate it. Like 5,200 listens. Yeah. 5,300 listens at this point. Yeah. I think it shit. We should hit 5,300, which is fucking insane. <laughs> that's absolutely insane, man. Fucking a, it doesn't feel like we've been doing it this long. Like, I feel like we've been recording, uh, you know, for, for a while, but 5,300, 5,000. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> that's, that's insane to me. Uh, thank you for that. I will, I, I will say that like, uh, the speed in which that it has kind of picked up recently. And, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, dude. Like it's steady. Like People really listen all the time to every episode. And I'm always questioning, you know, okay, maybe this is a topic they're going to not going to listen to. Um, but it seems like we have really loyal fucking listeners and that's, that's dope as shit. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I have a couple uh people that I, I've gotten comments back from that, that, they're like, dude, I'm not into the gore. I'm not into, you know, this or that. But they're like, oh, but we listen. <laughs> but we still listen. We're like, <laughs> all right. We have had a few people. Really enjoy it. So. Yeah, we've had a few like good friends tell us basically. Um, yeah, I, I didn't make it through that one. <laughs> She's like, uh, well, it got a little bit uh, too too detailed for for my liking. I'm like, that's fair too. It got a little dicey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, there's definitely been a few of them. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, we appreciate it, guys. That shit's awesome. We're going to eventually do our uh, field trip to Waverly, um, like we kind of said before. I don't think they're going to let us <laughs> do that at the moment, although, you know, not that we would fucking <laughs> go do that anyway. We're not idiots. But it, it, we are yeah, still going to well, go. I just lost my shit about some, one of my yeah. family members going to Home Depot. You think I'm going to Waverly right now? <laughs> well, like, there's not going to be anybody there, but technically you and I would have to to break our whole what we're fucking preaching you know what i mean <laughs> so it, it yeah. won't it won't work but we are still gonna do it so stay tuned for that shit and i'm ex- i'm excited plus dude you're getting your wish i mean it's gonna be warmer watch it'll be so fucking long we're just gonna be bitching about how hot it is <laughs> we, we just oh, nothing, we're never happy for sure <laughs> yeah. for sure i'm gonna be pissed it's hot right <laughs> oh shit all right man well uh I'm going to jump in if you want, if you're ready. You got anything else to add? You're up. All right. So this is my episode. And um, I have always, well, I think, shit, I don't even know how many episodes we've talked about this, but I've always talked about how revenge flicks, revenge stories, anything that ends with revenge is is my favorite type of story or or type of uh uh, film or whatever but most of not most but a lot of the one of the stories or episodes that we've done don't end well happily but i mean it's a shit ending the dude commits suicide uh or you know um like like the ripper crew the fucking dude's walking around um and i hate that shit so i wanted to do something um where the ending 
in my opinion, is worth the horrible story. <laughs> in other words, it's a great revenge flick. So, um, I mean, I think, uh, you know, obviously you said it before. We had to, re- we had to record this. Uh, this is the second time. Um, I- I'm going to jump into only... I'm only going to stick with one story, though, dude. I'm not going to bore you with, like, the little ones that we did. So I'm going to jump right into Akuya Dev, which I'll spell it A-K-K-U... Y-A-D-A-V. So I'm butchering it, but feel free to Google that shit and correct me if you know how to actually pronounce it. Um, and Eric bitches at me every fucking time that I do anybody whose name isn't fucking American because I can't pronounce any of them. <laughs> well, I don't bitch it. I don't bitch at you because like you're doing stories from other countries or other cultures. I right. bitch at you because you pick these subjects. And it, not only do you pick these crazy subjects, but you pick subjects with the names that are like, insane i know no vowels i know it, it <laughs> but dude i i technically don't really pick it because of the name i pick it because of the fucking excuse me the story so it just it just so happens i can't fucking pronounce any of the fucking it. stories i do but anyway so i, I believe I it's it. i'm not what i wasn't like i get it i understand why you pick what you pick and they're they're great episodes i just I always find it hilarious because I'm like, oh, you that train wreck of a name? Okay, cool. <laughs> you're like, I'm gonna see you stumble through this bullshit for yeah, another hour. You did that shit to yourself there, Josh. You're like, good luck with this one. <laughs> and I'm fucking like squirming through it. Whatever. We'll make it through it. Um, so, Yadev, Aku Yadev. Um, let me give a little background. Let's see. Um, also known as, sorry, his first name is Bharat. Kala Charan, but also known as Aku Yadev, uh, was an Indian gangster, robber, home invader, kidnapper, serial rapist, extortionist, and serial killer. Lovely lad. You like this phone, by the way? I think you called me out on it before, but this is the first time I've had video. Look at my Zach Morris phone. Now y'all know what I, now you know what he was fucking giving me shit for. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it is fucking ridiculous. Uh, uh, so he uh, grew up in Kasturba, Nagar. Uh, it was a slum, uh, which is outside the Indian central city of Nagpur, Maharashtra. Probably nailed that. He lived and did business in the slum, which house, uh, housed a number of criminals and two rival gangs. Great place to grow up, I'm sure. Yadev's earliest known crime was a gang rape in 1991. Yadev and his gang committed crimes like rape, murder, home invasion, extortion um, in Nagar for about 13 years. Um, That was their run. Yadev tried to create a small business empire. He extorted money, harming and threatening anyone who resisted him. By the way, since I'm kind of reading this, feel free to interrupt me since I'm not actually like looking at you. So if, if you're if you're. Just chime in if I'm not looking at you because I'm not going to fucking stop. <laughs> so tell me to shut up if you w- want to fucking chime in, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, do. I will not hold my tongue. I will speak up when I want, you know. Yeah, I figure. I'm letting you get through your, like, volley, through your thing, man. I'm letting you I appreciate it. Try not to throw off your, your, your chi. Uh, I so appreciate it. Well, I just, I just realized I'm like, I'm not even looking at you. So I'm like, I feel like I should at least acknowledge the fact that anyway. All right. Fucking, let's get into it. Yadev uh, created the business. He would threaten everybody. During his life as a criminal, Yadev murdered at least three individuals. So I don't know why they said that he was a serial killer in there, where they they never list. Well, I guess technically, according to your FBI, 
yeah, three or more, right? Isn't that what it is? Three or more? There's a cool down period. So, okay. Well, then I, I could stand corrected. Um, murdered at least three individuals. He tortured and kidnapped people, invaded homes, and raped over 40 women and girls. He bribed police. You, give, what's that? You do stand corrected. Yeah. You could. You do. I do stand corrected. Well, he raped over 40 women and girls, unfortunately, but he he only killed three. But yeah. So anyway, well, that they know over that they're talking about. So he bribed police, giving them money and buying them drinks to convince them to let him continue committing crimes. As a result, the police not only refused to stop Yadev for many years, but supported him. Yadev and his gang members gang-raped women and girls as young as the age of 12. A warning to those who resisted him. That's that's so fucked, man. After <laughs> Anyway, after a woman named Usha Narayang, and, and I will apologize because she's kind of important to the story, um, but and, and I probably will say her name a million different time, different ways, but Narayang, I believe is how it's pronounced. Uh, she resisted Yadev and his gang. Um... A mob burned down his house. Let me let me read that sentence again because that was all fucked up. After a woman named Usha Nayurain resisted Yadev and his gang, a mob burned down his house. Yadev went to the police seeking protection on August 14th. Um, let me back up just a little bit before we get into that. Um, any good revenge story has to have some horrible acts. Uh, in, well, in my opinion, it makes the revenge that much sweeter. So this dude, um, I'm, I'm going to go through a handful of these. Um, just trigger warning. It's, it's, not, um, it's not easy to hear some of this stuff. Um, he was a higher caste man who had turned an apprenticeship into a small-time thug as a role as a mobster. He ruled the gang of criminals who controlled the slum. Um, he committed crimes for several, several years as he created a small business empire. Everyone was afraid of this dude, so he was able to just basically do whatever the fuck he wanted. Um, and, of course, the, the police, they literally didn't do shit. Um, I didn't think that actually... Oh, no, were, huh? You were in their... He was in their... You know, they were in his pocket, right? So they were, like, protecting him. They were, like, helping him. Yeah, because he was paying them money and drinks, which I made that comment last time. I was like, why the fuck drinks? Why, why do they even mention that? But you pointed out that, well, alcohol is not a, a common, uh, well, I guess readily available. Was that? Yeah. Well, it's, it's culturally, there's a huge cultural stigma on, uh, alcohol, basically like alcohol in general. Um, so like, to pay someone with like an alcoholic beverage in India, that's like a big thing, right? right? Yeah, some you know, booze. It's not, not given. Given the cops drinks in the United States is not. Yeah, that wouldn't be any kind of like. Oh, okay, so what the fuck are you doing? Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, I can get but my own fucking today, beer. Like in, in like other cultures, like Muslim cultures, like dude, alcohol is completely outlawed in muslim countries you know so it's it's a cultural thing like that's right. why that's important that's that's why that's an important bribery technique that this guy employed i would believe yeah yeah and then it made sense to me why they mentioned it because at first I, I didn't get it but um so anyway so yeah he the, the cops were crooked as shit because they were getting paid from this dude and so basically they you know fucking not only they didn't really like 
Well, I guess they probably encouraged him, but they just basically didn't do shit. And anybody that did come to them with complaints or, or um, you know, um, cases or claims, they just straight up ignored uh, or just blew them off or whatever. So it's shitty situation for the for the men, but mainly the women and children living around this motherfucker. Um, let's see. Uh, extortion was his main source of income. Yadev char- characteristic. Char- Characteristically, Characteristically, yeah, dude, I don't know why, threatened to rape anyone who resisted him. He would hurt people if they did not give him money or if they arranged or angered him in any way. Um, a woman named Pratiba and her husband Datu ran a small grocery shop and Yadev harassed them for years. He would pick up goods from the shop and refuse to pay or would simply pay much less than was owed. Uh, sometimes he would demand money and become violent if they were unable to pay. Yadev often worried he was being plotted against. As a result, he did not permit men or women to gather and talk. This motherfucker is literally just controlling the streets. I mean, that's some shit out of, straight out of a movie, dude. I, 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 like, I picture it and it's I can't believe it's actually real. Uh, he made sure young boys did not play together, and if they did, Yadev would break up their games. Uh, suspicious that people were asking questions about him, he would warn people against reporting his crimes to the police, threatening them if they do so. Killing left inconvenient corpses that required him to bribe police to prevent them from stopping his crimes. Those inconvenient fucking bodies. Rape, however, was very stigmatizing, and as a result, the victims could be relied on to remain silent. Yadev raped people to silence them far more frequently than murdering them. The women who killed... Excuse me, let me jump ahead here. I did that fucking every single time. Uh, The women who he killed... uh, They allegedly... They alleged... I'm sorry, I'm all over the fucking place here. They alleged that local police had refused to help his victims or pursue charges because Yadev was bribing them. So just, again, I'm, I'm trying not to, to bore you with too much details with the, the police and the people complain. I mean, there's probably three paragraphs where a different woman went to the cop. Yadev basically told the cops, you know, here's money, fucking ignore them, and then went and either raped or murdered the woman for going to the cops. Because the cops basically straight up told him that they came. Um, Yadev's first crime, uh, again, was a gang rape in 91. His other crimes included rape. God, how many times do they want me to give the fucking list of his crimes? Before, uh, no, in late 1999, he was detained for a year under the Maharashtra Preventative Detention Law. Um, The... Maharashtra Prevention of Dangerous Activities of Slumlords, Bootleggers, Drug Offenders, and Dangerous Persons Act 1981. They were literally protecting him from, from yeah. basically. So, and I think I'm going to read it here in a second, but dude was lynched like twice, I think, or, or there was an attempted lynching where people actually got up the nerve and, and got pissed off enough that they went after him. And all the cops did was, was arrest him, but pr- it was just to protect him. Like, that, that's all this was. This dude is basically untouchable. Uh, Yadev allegedly raped so many people that according to the residents of the slum, a rape victim lived in every other house. That's fucked. Yadev allegedly raped over 40 women, his youngest victim being a 10-year-old girl. One person described Yadev as the Gabar Singh of Gasturba Nagar, saying, we, mostly, uh, we stayed mostly indoors when a coup was around. 
Women said women have said Yadev and his gang would invade homes any time of the day. Um, that's fucked. Just, to, just even in the middle of the day to be afraid. Like that. That's fucking horrible. Uh, he sometimes wanted a motorcycle or would grab a mobile phone or extort money. Yadev and his gang members would beat up anyone who resisted them. He murdered a woman named Asha Bai, a daughter of uh, a gentleman, in front of her 16-year-old granddaughter. Borkar was one of five women arrested um, for one of the lynchings initially. Um, so they were they fucking arrested the women who would attempt to lynch this dude, but they let him ride. It's horrible. Speaking of Yadev, the granddaughter said, we were... Huh? The women weren't paying. The women weren't paying the cops, man. I know, I know. The women weren't paying the cops, and I so, and I've read. They're not going to stop. I know, and I've read a, a handful of different articles on it, uh, and I went with this one because it just gave the kind of bullet points. But every time I guess I just hear it, it's just hard to to imagine that it was actually like this somewhere. I mean, or maybe it still is somewhere. I don't know, but I, I mean, 1991 is when he started for 13 years. It's not that long ago, you know, considering some of the some of the stories we've done. I would venture to say there is much worse going on on a much higher scale than what is going on in this article. Yeah, like, I, I, I hate to think that. Situ- yeah. like, this is a horrible situation, but there are much worse people out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure you're right. And that's fucking... That, that's nightmare fuel. <laughs> that's horrible. Just, just for the record, like, yeah. you could dig into, like, the Philippines president. Um, <laughs> he's doing some insane shit right now. Really? Uh, anything that's going on in Chechnya is basically war crimes level oh, man. slaughter and genocide. Oh, Jesus. And and just, just as a, an interesting like side note here like when you want to talk about like some horrible like genocide bullshit that's going on in the world like think about like okay so when alexander the great died you know yeah back eons ago his kingdom was broken into three pieces and each one of like that one each one of the people that like took part of his kingdom. Right. They've literally been at war since that happened. Mm. Like arguing over territory and treaty and, and things like that. And like the when back when Bill Clinton was in uh office, if, if you remember like Slobodan Milosevic, like do you remember that name by any from the news or whatever? Uh. Like we did a whole bunch of airstrikes in there. We sent troops in there and shit. Okay. Like like into Serbia. Right, 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 right. Like, that was something, like, those people have been trying to wipe each other off of the planet since the beginning of time. Dude. So, yeah, that's... The idea that, like, we came in with some missiles and blew some shit up and, like, said, hey, everybody calm down. And they calm down for, like, a little bit, but they, then they go right the fuck right back, back to the it. fuck out of each other. Yeah, man. They genetically hate each other. Right. And, the, the, like, the war crime shit that goes on over there is, like, there and, like, there's, like, tribal wars in Africa that, like, you can't even, like, like, 
this dude is tor- terrible. Fort raping forty women—that's terrible. Right, right. We're right. talking about like whole armies of motherfuckers going in and just wiping villages out. What? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're right. Just doing just terrible shit to people. So I'm just just for the record, this <laughs> dude is terrible. But <laughs> the idea that that maybe this is an isolated incident is not very realistic. It's not realistic. No, no, no. You, you, and I know you're, you're right. There, you know, the world is horrible at we times and yeah right <laughs> that's exactly right um but you're right this it does not make this motherfucker any less uh evil no right um all right so um we were eating dinner when he came to the front door and pretended to be a friend of my brother when my mother opened the door he dragged her out and stabbed her he then cut off her ears for her earrings and her fingers because he could not get her rings. Yadev had reportedly murdered at least three people and dumped their bodies on local railroad tracks. One woman described how she and her husband were attacked by Yadev. Uh, He came to their house between 4 and 5 a.m. Yadev knocked aggressively on the door saying he was the police official and asked them to open it. Once Yadev entered, he stabbed the husband in the thigh with a knife locked him in the bathroom, and dragged the wife by her hair away to a place where he raped her. Yadev allowed her to return after three or four hours. In January 2004, Yadev was banned from entering Nagpur City. An elderly man named Harichand Korsh, who earned a small amount of money playing a musical instrument called a Baja, or Baja, maybe, Baja, maybe, was beaten violently by Yadev because he was unable to pay 100 rupees. According to neighbors in uh, Nagar, Yadev once raped a woman right after her wedding. He also stripped a man naked and burned him with a cigarette, then forced him to dance in front of his 16-year-old daughter. Dude, that one, that, that's fucking horrible. The, the humiliation and stuff, but also just in front of your own kid, man. I mean, God. Anyway, uh, Yadev took a woman named Ashobagat and tortured her in front of her daughter and several neighbors by cutting off her breasts. Yadev then sliced Bagat into pieces on the street, killing her. A man named Avinash Tiwari, uh, one of the neighbors, was horrified by the murder and planned to report Yadev to the police. As a result, Yadev butchered him. Yadev and his men gang-raped a woman named Kalma 10 days after she gave birth. After what happened to her, Kalma committed suicide. She burned to death after dousing herself with kerosene and lighting it. Yadev's gang pulled another woman from her house when she was seven months pregnant. They stripped her naked and raped her on the road in public view. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a lot. Uh, it's, it's a lot, and I know. And And... and you know, I don't want to. I don't want to read. You know, we're, this is the second time we're recording it. We've said this before, so I don't want to like force any conversations. But you, you made a point last time, um, and I feel like it, it, well, the the point that I made last time, like it, it's like, valid. You're going through this stuff, like the this dude. Like I know you like a, a good revenge story, revenge, right? horror films or revenge films for me usually aren't my favorite because of the amount of damage at the beginning. Yeah, Um, they're they're tough to watch or to to sit through. They're tough to watch. Yeah. There there have been a few that I I have 
have enjoyed the film. <laughs> um, right, the film. <laughs> to me, that this is uh, the amount of damage that this person has done to the the surrounding community of that he lived in. Like, to me, I didn't feel like there was any way in that thirteen year span, all those lives that he fucked with, that you were ever that there is ever going to be a revenge scenario where I felt was justified. Yeah. Like that, that even the, that even the balance basically. Yeah. There's no revenge. Would never, would never be equaled compared to the horrible shit that this dude. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, the way you put it, I think you said, there's no fucking way. And you're like, I'm just, just preparing you. There's no way that whatever, however this story ends, it will not be good enough to make up for the shit that you just read me (laughs) or something like that. And I was, and I was like, well, fuck you're you're right. (laughs) But anyway, I'm still going to get to the ending because I still think it's better, uh, than, than a lot of the stories we've done. And I still think it's a fairly good, uh, revengeful ending for lack of a better term um vengeful yeah yeah vengeance vengeance yeah uh but i agree like some re- well let's get to the end and yeah, anyway i don't want to give away what happens by telling them what we wish had happened <laughs> um yeah. yadev ordered his men to drag girls as young as age wow back, back, right back into it by the way so buckle up, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to the fun part here uh, soon. Yadev ordered his men to drag girls as young as eight, as young as age 12 to a nearby der- derelict, I guess, building to gang rape. Although admitting to being a rape victim in India was, although admitting to being a rape victim in India was taboo. Many of Yadev's victims reported his crimes. Yeah. That's another thing that I, you know, the shame that in some of these cultures they put on women who have been raped. That's, that's another level of, of, of pissed off. Um, it gets me all fired up. Um, but his victims report the, the crimes instead of arresting him, the uh, instead of arresting him, Yadev, uh, the police told him who had reported the crime. Yadev would then go after them. The police worked with Yadev, protected him and supported him. Again, he gave them bribes and drinks. When a 22-year-old woman reported being raped by Yadev, the police accused her of having an affair with him and sent her away. Several women were turned away by the police after being told, You're a loose woman. That's why he raped you. That's fucked. One woman told the police she was gang-raped by Yadev and his associates. The police responded by gang-raping the woman themselves. Solid fucking police force. And dude, the 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 level of of fear and just complete helplessness that these poor women must have felt when the only fucking people that are supposed to be able to protect you are doing the same shit to you, you know that that's fucking awful. Um, there needs to be a revenge story for those fucking cops. Um, all right. Anyway, uh, let's see. Responded. Twenty five families moved out of the slums. However, um. Moved out of the slums, uh, however, removed their daughters from schools and kept them locked inside their homes where nobody could see them. So 25 people, uh, 25 families did move out, but the rest of them basically just took their kids out of school and just kept them in the fucking house. Like, what kind of life is that? That's horrible. Um, 
vegetable vendors avoided Nagar, so housewives had to go far away uh, to far away markets to buy food. As long as Yadev only targeted uh, Dalits, police would not interfere. It's D-A-L-I-T-S. I keep trying to just call it the people of that slum because I didn't want to mispronounce it, but basically it was just this one slum, and I think... Uh, I remember reading somewhere that basically these were, uh, you know, lower income, poor people that essentially it's one of those, I forget how they worded it, but nobody really gives a fuck if they're messed with or, 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 you know, if this, this shit's happening. And so basically they were just kind of a forgotten group of people just left to fucking suffer, which is horrible. And I think they were the deletes or the Dalits, um, was what they were called. Um, all right. Uh, after Yadev raped a 13-year-old girl, he and his men went to a house of a woman named Ratna Nagjiri to demand money. The gang smashed her furniture and threatened to murder her family. When a woman named Usha Narayan, uh, this is the Narayan, arrived afterwards, she told uh, the woman to go to the police. Uh, the woman refused, so Narayan went to the police herself and filed a complaint. They told Yadev about the complaint. Enraged by her actions, two weeks before, I'm sorry, uh, enraged by her actions, Yadev and 40 of his associates went to, the, went to Narayan's house and surrounded it. Yadev carried a bottle of acid and shouted through the door that he would not harm Narayan if she withdrew the complaint. Uh, she barricaded the door and refused to surrender. She called the police, and although she was told they would come, they never arrived. Meanwhile, Yadev continued to pound on the door and threatened her, saying, I'll throw acid on your face, and you won't be in any position to file any more complaints. Um, God, acid on the face. That's fucking brutal. Um, if we ever meet you, you don't know what we'll do to you. Gang rape is nothing. You can't imagine what we'll do to you. Narayan shouted back insults, and Yadev responded with descriptions of how he would rape, burn her with acid, and murder her. Yadev and his men tried to break the door down. In response, Narayan turned on a cylinder of gas that the family used for cooking and grabbed a match. She warned that if they broke into the house, she would light the match and blow herself and all of them up. The criminal smelled the gas and left her alone. There you go. That's a... Uh, that's a that's a bad bitch man she's pissed and finally it's like okay somebody stood up and and didn't get horribly murdered or or raped Um, but but her means of standing up was i'm going to have to blow myself and all of you up with me yeah yeah that's true like kamikaze it's not really like a that's not really like a bonus of things it's like Oh, okay. I've got a I've got a pull suicide bomber status just to get you to walk away. It's the only fucking extreme, yeah, measures. Yeah, wow. This, uh, is, this is why I was saying when it, when you're doing this episode, I was like, dude, like, there's no, <laughs> it's the, yeah, there's no ending. Yeah. There's, there's no fairy tale happy ending to this story. That makes no, it- no, you're right justified no 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 no. and actually it's 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 a horrible story like in fact my my laughter of course is i don't uh i don't forget about the fact that all the shit that i'm reading no matter what uh ending i give you doesn't make up for for the the horrible shit that that happened to these poor people so yay (laughs) hope hope you're enjoying this happy story so far folks (laughs) 
The neighbors heard about what Narianne had done and were now willing to go after Yadev. Soon there were many angry uh, Dalits on the streets and they started to pick up sticks and stones. People threw stones at Yadev's associates. His men saw the crowds mood and fled. The Dalits marched through the slums and celebrated. Uh, on August 6th in 2004, they went to Yadev's house and burned it down. Uh, he now feared for his life and went to the police for protection. They arrested him, but only for his own protection. And that was on August 4th. Uh, his mom was actually in the house, but she, uh, she vacated. She got out. They didn't, they didn't burn her, uh, in the house with it or, or they didn't burn her with the house. Um, so that's good on August 7th. Yadev. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that it's like that, that poor mom probably doesn't know what her kid. Well, she probably does know what he's doing, but. Does she deserve to die? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that whole revenge of like, you know, take the, take his family out and shit. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. really wish that upon anybody. But, uh, so people threw stone. Da, 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 hold on. Um, on August 7th, Yadev was due to appear, uh, the, in the city district court and 500 slum residents gathered. As Yadev arrived, one of his men tried to pass him knives wrapped in blankets. Uh, wrapped in a blanket. The police failed to notice this. Yeah, failed to notice this. <laughs> they, were, they, they didn't care. Um, after, the woman, after a woman protested, the accomplice was arrested, and Yadev was taken back into custody. He threatened to return and teach every woman in the slum a lesson. On August 8th, 2004 a group attacked yadev while he was being taken before the court he survived the attack um yeah he has survived the attack and got taken back into custody so uh, i guess those were the two of the i guess there was three lynchings then um anyway after the police arrested yadev for his own protection a bail hearing was scheduled for him on august 13 2004 um in india's nagpur district court Word spread through the adjoining neighborhood that he would be released. The police planned to keep him in custody until everyone had calmed down and then release him. The bail hearing was supposed to take place miles away in the center of Nagpur. Hundreds of Dalit women marched from the slums to the courthouse carrying vegetable knives and chili powder, walked into the courtroom, and took seats near the front. I said it last time that I can see it just paints a cool picture. These pissed off women holding fucking knives and chili powder. <laughs> that dude had to be sweating. Meanwhile, I was like, what court allows you to just walk in? <laughs> That's a valid with, like, point. That many people, all of them carrying <laughs> knives. Yeah. Maybe they were concealed, but the way that th that, that red, it's like, they were just like, nah, motherfucker. Like <laughs> here's my chili powder. Yeah. Uh, we joked about, like, yeah. Coming in, man. Yeah, what else would they be carrying fucking weaponry to to this hearing for? Like <laughs> cops are well, clearly the cops aren't fucking worth a shit. Um so you see, uh walked in the courtroom to Yadev walked in and was confident and unrepentant. At about two thirty to three o'clock PM when Yadev appeared, he he saw a woman he had raped. Yadev mocked her, called her a prostitute, and said he would rape her again. The police laughed. Motherfucker. The woman, the woman started hitting him on the head with her footwear. She told Yadev either she would kill him or he would have to kill her, saying, we can't both live on this earth together. It's you or me. Um, at this point, the lady's hitting him with the shoe. I'm not going to read it. They've all got chili powder. Basically, emotions fly high. 
ladies started jumping up, throwing chili powder in the dude's face, and just basically start stabbing him over and over and over again. Yadev was then lynched by a mob of 200 to 400 women who showed up. He was stabbed at least 70 times and chili powder and stones were thrown in his face. The chili powder was also thrown into the face of the police, uh, police officers who guarded him. The police officers, overwhelmed and terrified, fled immediately. One of the alleged victims also hacked off his penis. Now, I can only hope that that was one of the first you know, things so that there was some serious suffering going on while he's getting stabbed 70 times by this, this army of women. Um, let's see. Uh, the lynching occurred in Nagpur district court number seven on the marble floor of the court in the courtroom. As he was being lynched, Yadev was horrified and shouted, forgive me. I won't do it again. Bullshit. The woman passed their knives around and kept stabbing him. Each woman agreed to stab Yadev at least once. His blood was on the floors and the walls of the courtroom. In 15 minutes, Yadev was dead. He was 32 years old. The mob continued attacking his corpse post-mortem. The woman claimed the murder was unplanned. Um, one woman said, We didn't have any formal meetings, but it was... It, but it spread by word of mouth that we had to take united action. So I made the comment to you last time about, um, you know, oh, well, it wasn't, it was just a thing of uh, emotions. They didn't have it planned. And you're like, motherfucker, they had knives. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, good point. <laughs> yeah. Like they all can't, that was my issue is like, I think that the, the main thing was they were trying to stay out of like the premeditative right. conversation. Right, right, right. So that they didn't all get fucking killed for doing this. <laughs> right. But the fact of the matter is they all showed up at the same location. They all showed up with the same two items. Yeah. And then they all did the same shit, man. Like, you, you can tell me all you want that it wasn't premeditated. You don't go get kitchen knives. <laughs> right. And then 200 accidents happen where all 200 people come and show up with the same two items. Yeah, I just brought my just in case. Uh, just just in case. Well, she was doing it. You know, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You bring chili powder. We were going to make dinner. Uh, yeah, uh, right. But I, I, I don't right. know. But I, I know that. And now, you know, and the same thing happened last time. Now, uh, you know, after you pointed that out to me, like the revenge is not as sweet. But I do love the fact that these women who had just been basically just stepped on and crushed were the ones that actually got to take out the vengeance and blow, you know, and actually, um, you know, give the blows and actually did the killing and and they i could just picture i think they said it went on like 10 minutes straight of them stabbing this dude so i mean i i get it he probably didn't feel much pain after the first handful of them but I, i'm hoping that i'm hoping that it was it was brutal you know just just to make it as sweet as it can possibly no, be I, I hope it was super brutal yeah i just hope it i wished it had Taken longer, progressed longer, yeah. yeah, and uh yeah, you know. Well, it, they hacked weird. off, they hacked off his dick. So I'm like, okay, that that's hey, that's a okay, not bad. We're going in the right direction, but uh you know, an angry mob. You know, he probably just you know, but I don't know. It just seemed like a bloodbath. But um, I, I agree. I wish he had suffered more and it would have been drawn out and maybe like on display for the for the rest of the the gang members to see and that sort of shit so we could have created a better ending but at least it ended 
with a revenge, at you know. A, at least they got an ending. And, and, and I am happy that this person is no longer kicking around the earth. Right. Like, you know, not locked up in a fucking cell, like, you know, whatever, X, Y, Z. Like, I'm glad that... But I do have to at least mention <laughs> that uh, the the fact that this, this guy... Um, existed is is not an aberration like it's not right a one-off kind of situation um i would imagine that six months to a year after this person was killed that someone filled that vacuum of power um it's usually worse than the guy who was there previously i know and i'm only smiling because i'm like god damn it you're probably right and that fucking pisses me off but it's defense but i'm just um, god damn it you're right i'm sure none of this situation is ever going to get fixed it's no. going to continue these people are going to continue to get shit on yeah and probably much worse uh people who graduate from rape to murder or rape and murder right um is only going to continue because there was nothing done to the police force yeah who yeah a backed up what this guy was doing. B did some of the same shit to them. Yeah, yeah. And C were completely corrupt at every turn of this conversation. So yeah. until you fix the that underlying yeah. problem, which is the corruption and and the the horrible. Um, yeah, there's no protection. Right. Yeah. There's, there's, zero. If there's no protection. If there's nothing that anyone can do for safety, then it's going to be mob justice. But it's yeah. a mob justice is only going to happen after long periods of torture and horrible shit happens. Yep. Because the people, I mean, they, they, 13 years it took for them to go after this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And they, you know, they outnumbered. They, they said two to 400 people showed up. Right? Yeah, why did it take so long? At one lady's house with like 40 people, like, you know that like those 400 people could have just gotten together and just been like, dude, we ain't gonna put up with this shit anymore. Yeah. Right. Well, people were afraid and this, this Narayane seemed to be kind of like, I hate to ringleader, but you know what I mean? Like she was the one that kind of rallied the troops, it seemed. Um, and I read another article that, that talked a little bit more about her. Um, but yeah, so it, it took that, that it took her to to convince people like we have to take this into our own hands so what right. you know and and i'm not going to read the rest but essentially they did not get well she got arrested and a couple i think six of them got arrested but then they were later let go because there were everyone kept standing up saying I, I i did it i did it i did it i you know and so basically everybody admitted to it and they couldn't arrest anybody so no, nobody got arrested um and they all celebrated and there's a thing that says the women returned to the slums told their husbands and fathers they had killed yadev the the slums celebrated and families put on music and danced in the streets. So they had their little moment of, uh, you know, ah, peace relief. But if she disappears or when she dies, it's going to take another person like her. And that's not an everyday thing there, obviously. And so somebody else is going to step in and you've got 13 more years of the same horrible shit. So you're probably right. 
I didn't want to end the story like that. <laughs> I wanted to end with this motherfucker. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, I know. You're right, though. I know. Well, you point out the, the, the unfortunate obvious. But, I mean, like, I'm all for a happy fucking ending. Right, right. Like, they did get some justice. I'm not yeah. saying that they didn't get some justice. Yeah. I don't think it's leveraged against what they had to suffer through. No, I agree. And it would be my my guesstimate that things probably went back to some form of that after he was gone. Let's hope you not. Know, 40, but, nothing happened to the 40 other people. Nothing happened to the police force. Right. People are just, those people aren't going to fucking change. No, yeah. You know, no, no, you're right. There's something like, somebody's going to take over the gang. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this dude was a, a, a weasley little dude. Like, he was not an intimidating person. So I don't know what it was, if it was just his money and then the fact that he basically paid enough people to, to be tough because he had all that backing of his gang and everything. But um, I can't believe it took 13 years to take the dude out. When you see a, fo- a photo of this guy, it's not somebody that, that you would think would be hard to take out. Let's put it that way. Um, you know, I, I compared him to not being intimidating to, to like uh, your boy um, Panzram. Like that dude threatens you, you're scared. This dude threatens you, eh. But when you, I guess you have a massive gang of people and the no cops to, to do anything, then culturally, it's a it's a very passive, right, right, natured culture. You know, to the the idea that they, it's a stigma to admit that you've been raped. Yeah, you know, like these these kind of things, like they don't they don't value confrontation. Right, they don't value that power over weakness kind of situation. So they're always like, this is a situation that this is culturally driven by the norm of, you know, a just, eh, let's not say anything like, Oh, that's their problem. Like we're not getting involved. Like that right. kind of shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's, that's yeah. why this horrible stuff can happen in the, in it, like, I, I, I would love to, that we, if we lived on a planet where everyone was a pacifist and nobody fucking yeah. like dug in and killed and did horrible shit to people, right, it's right. not a reality. No. And in situations and places where it's it's a very passive and pacifistic natured culture, it does open the door for these horrible fucking people to come in and just take over shit, especially if they're not kept in check by local law enforcement right. or any form of, you know, justice or event. There's, there's, there's a big fish yeah. that it has no predator. Like it's, it's like a great white shark, man. If it doesn't have anything that's, that's there, it does whatever it wants. Stop it, yeah. It does whatever it wants. And the only thing that's going to take out the great white shark is another great white shark or 400 or smaller. Human. I mean, I guess, well, guess, well right. in all reality, us, right? But, yeah, you know, they're, 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 that's the point of an apex predator is they rule the roost because nothing's fucking with them, and right, you know, that's that's how it's true. A weasel can become, you know, elevated to this horrible, this gang leader, this fucking person. gangster, right? Yeah, well, that piece of shit is dead. 
So hopefully, hopefully, you know, hopefully the maybe it went the other way and we don't know. But in my happy brain, I'd like to think that, no, now now no one wanted to rise up because they knew that these 400 women were still around and they'd fucking do the same thing to them. So hopefully that's not the way that it went. And you know what I mean? I'm all like like usual. I like to think of rainbows and fucking, you know, <laughs> happy endings. But, um, you know, it is what it is. And and hopefully uh, at least the the horrific shit that I read um, wasn't, you know, at least I, I really hope that you're right. Yeah. And I hope that for, for the listeners, I hope that the revenge kind of um, gave, gave me a reason to read all that horrible shit. Like, I do like the fact that the women that he was raping were the ones that did the killing. And, it, and it, in the end, that's why I chose the story. So no, not I, just to read horrible yeah, I mean, shit, you know. Yeah, no, I, I, I am happy that the, the people who passed out the, ju- the justice here yeah, there you go. were the people who... Were the you know, were the, the subjects to the yeah right right that that's what I liked about it so but I, I even the second time around as I'm reading it I'm like God this is some horrible shit and you're right I wish that there were some like nails to testicles and some some fucking you know pulling out of arms and something gnarlier you know <laughs> something more Viking esque or something I don't know but anyway that that's the episode revenge <laughs> hey yeah. So, no, I mean, I like, you know, like I told you the first time around, like, I'm not trying to, like, shit on, like, I'm, dude, I'm so fucking happy that they stood up. Yeah. And that they tried to, you know, come back and, 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 you know, take what was, you know, take back some of the dignity that had been ripped from them by this ass fuck. <laughs> ass um, fuck. <laughs> I, you know, that, that's kind of like why I prefaced it early, you yeah. know, the first time. is I was like, dude, just so you know. Your ending is not going to be good enough for what should have. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> no, you're right. If you like the, the revenge movies and all the, that kind of like get back revenge stuff is because they usually... Hollywood stretches. Well, that, of course. I mean, I, I spit on Hollywood. Hollywood. Well, no, Hollywood's no, no. Really, never done a very good revenge, revenge film. No, no. I knew what you meant, though. Yeah, it's a movie. It's fictional. Movies. Yeah, yeah. Like I spit on your grave. You know, that's one that always. You know, it's it's hard to watch. Like that, the the rape scenes and the things that happen to this woman, but the the revenge that she takes on them is so over the top excessive and badass that it you know what i mean like that's the kind of revenge that you want to hear where in real life usually it it, it ends a lot quicker than that <laughs> i guess um now i will say that had the ending been that they killed this motherfucker in open court 70 something stab wounds cut his dick off that whole shit and then each one of these 40 dudes or however many people were in his gang were like summarily tracked down, tortured and killed. That would have gotten you some. Oh, I would have oh. given you a little bit more. I'd be like, eh, hey, we're closer. Yeah. We're oh. Closer. Next week on Based on True Events podcast, there's going to be a fictional story <laughs> written by Shep. Because you're right, that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> oh shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, and every one of the cops, you know, something they were involved somehow, and they they got taken out. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. 
I agree 100%. This story definitely does read like very much like like sitting here listening to it and even the second time through listening to it it does have a lot of those components of things that you see in a movie like not the rape and shit but yeah. <laughs> like the right. corruption right, the right. gang yeah, the, yeah. the you know the forgotten group of people yeah. the, the helplessness uh, right 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 you know slum right uh, so yeah I mean I, I, I can see where you're coming from in, in that aspect yeah. of it but you know yeah yeah Let, let's hope everything let's hope everything went back to like a happy peaceful you know yep they're then d- they're just poor now yeah then they're just poor living in a, in a community where finding your next meal is is uh, <laughs> damn it danger <laughs> well no no in my ending they went back to to live a a modest but very happy life <laughs> dancing in the streets every night celebrating uh a, a slow and simple and happy life <laughs> clean water medical supplies yeah. well they got all that it, in, in my story that they that came to them. yeah <laughs> damn i'm pretty sure I, i'm pretty sure there's areas of india that they haven't even wiped polio out yet but oh god damn <laughs> oh shit well yay uh, as usual, <laughs> the dream crusher. <laughs> Fucking nah, dude. So yeah, I, well, I I enjoyed you know finding that story. So I hope it was uh, worth uh, hearing two times. <laughs> so uh, you know, hey, it is. No, worth I enjoyed it. it. I just I, I I would be. I mean, it, dude, I wouldn't. I couldn't just sit here and just be like, yeah, that everything was great afterwards. They I, built Disneyland India. In right in the slum, and they all had free passes for life. Yeah, no, I they would all, I would expect. Uh, yeah, I would have asked you what the fuck's wrong with you. No, dude, absolutely. You you do what you do, and you question, and you you you're very much a you you look at the realistic, you know, part of the story where I kind of live a little bit in the fantasy world, which which is why we do what we do, and uh, you know, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> And we, we, we balance each other out. You complete me. I, I believe so, yes. <laughs> All right, man. You can, we'll- give people, you can give people the sugary hope that they need, and I can give everybody the salty reality that's probably... Uh, <laughs> A little more accurate, yeah. A little more accurate, and and maybe you yeah. want to live somewhere in the middle. So you, whatever, whatever yeah. makes you happy, whatever makes you sleep better at night. Um, all right. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I don't know what I'm going to do next week, man. Um, but I think we've uh, hopefully got some listener suggestions. I know you said you got a couple more coming in, so we'll chat about that, and hopefully we can yeah. start knocking out some listener suggestions. Yep. Well, that's yep. it, man. Yeah. No, no pretty bow on no pretty bow on this one. But uh, hey, that that that's the <laughs> that's how it ends. <laughs> they, don't, they don't all end happy, folks. No, they, they don't. don't. No, they don't. All right, man. This one actually, probably in your mind, ended happy until I got my claws in it. Exactly right. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I'm gonna tell this tale of like, oh, the tale of woe, but it's gonna end with like this magnificent. Yes, we end on a high note, and then fucking, I ask for your comments. <laughs> fucking just crushed it. You should mute me. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! All right, man. We good? All right. Yeah. Yeah, we. I think we good, man. All right. Good shit. Later, dude. Later.